Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello, everyone. How are you? How are you? How are you? Let me move this back a little bit. I feel like it's so close. How are you? This is the Taryn Lamp Show, episode number 61. 61, episode number 61 is now in the books. We're making that happen right now. We are here Tuesdays, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, every, 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 every Tuesday. There's some Tuesdays I take a self-care break, but I think I'm allowed, so that's okay. Um, let's see, make sure you are checking us out on uh, IGTV. You can check out all the prior episodes. You can also check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts now. So we are on Apple Podcasts. The Taryn Lamp Show is officially on Apple Podcast. Yay. And if you have a story, I would love to have you here on the show. If you know someone who has a story, I would love to have them on the show. So again, this show is all by word of mouth. Um, and all volunteer, everybody that comes on the show is coming on the show at their own free will and kindness. And we've been, like I said, kicking it strong for 61 episodes. I'd love to continue the show. We're booking guests now in 2022. So please make sure you get a hold of me. If you know someone who has a story, please make sure you hook it up. If you uh, have my Instagram, you probably do because you're on here. But uh, or if you have my mobile number, feel free to text me. Uh, call me. Just I, I just want to keep getting guests on the show. Just shows about positivity and love. And if you have a story, which I know you do, I'd love to have you here on the show. You can inspire someone. No story is too big. No story is too small. I would love to have you on the show. Um, let's see. A few housekeeping things. If for whatever reason we get cut off, we will be back. Uh, we'll be back 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Like I said, every Tuesday. I think that my guest is here. Um, let me see. I always, I want to try to do something, too. I want to try to pin something. I don't know how to do that. Um, so I don't know how to do that. Um, the Taryn Lamp Show. Let's see. If I comment there and then I do this. Does it ah, pin comment? That is how I do it. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So check us out. What I can't get this down here. I'm trying new things right now. So anyway, um, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on all the social platforms. Follow, like, share, all that good stuff. So let me get my guest in here today, Miss Ursula. Hello, hello. I don't know what. I'm trying to move all, yep, move all the comments down. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Ursula. There you are. There hello. You are. 
You look gorgeous as always. Look at you with your makeup. I just got back from the gym and you're all like, you just got back from a party. <laughs> you look no, great. No, but I did, thank you. But I did make sure I was. I miss you so. I know we're trying know. to plan something. I miss I you so. That's oh, let why me I said we need to go to dinner. Hold, let me see if I can turn my volume up. Mm, is that me? Hold on. You know what? I need to do that too. Let me see. Let me oh. see. Oh, gosh, everybody. Sorry. Pause when I'm Okay. I think my. I just dialed like an emergency. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think we're back. going to be talking all things. So, okay. So let me just give a little background that I thought that I would show, for example, what we're talking about here. So for those of us who might know me and for those of us who might know Ursula, or for those of us who might know one of us, or both, we know that one of us, you can, let's just guess which one is way more organized than the other. So you can which one and so Today, we are going to be talking about all things planning, all things organization, all things budgeting. And I brought this just to, admit, just to help with your guess of which one of us is most organized. <laughs> Anybody on the line have a clue on who's the most organized and who's the least organized? I should show uh, you mine. Because <laughs> so, that's a lot different than that. <laughs> this is a hot mess. Um, I can, so in my professional life, that is my professional life, by the way, and that to me is organized. But um, I, I wanted to talk about this because I think that, you know, I know your journey as you're, you've been doing some home improvements and different things and taking yourself through that. But, you know, there's something to be said for, for, for being organized and, and, and being, you know, planning and planning things out versus going willy nilly. So I don't want to take all the thunder, but I did want to say that, you know, you've always been a planner. Right. Whenever I think of, I don't even know where I'm going half the time, most of the time in my life. I'm like, where should I, what, what time do I have to be there? And where do I need to be? And what do I need to wear? So let's get into all things planning, all things budgeting, all things organized, all things organizing. And I just want to know that, where that came from. I mean, tell me more. Share. So what's so funny is that it's very obvious we've been friends forever because that's the direction I was going tonight. Because initially, I wanted to talk about the process of, you know, purchasing, you know, a home. I did that in November and then updating and renovating and all that. But I quickly realized that these concepts can apply to so many different areas mm -hmm. in life, more so around decision making in which organization will help benefit that. So a lot of people... Um, are, are paralyzed when they need to make a decision, right? Like mm -hmm. for young adults, like what college will I go to? For, you know, if you're, you know, working in your career or in the middle of your career near the end, you're making a decision. Do I stay in this particular role? Do I stay with this company? What do I do? Even if you're in a, a relationship, you have to sit, you know, decisions to make within that. So I was, mm -hmm. you know, kind of taking some notes to see that are applicable across the board. Right. But 
but in terms of where it comes from, it just I know I was just gonna say so. So so my dad just joined, and I was just going to say that I have to give he and my mother um, a shout out because I by observation I mm -hmm. saw how they were and how they planned and organized our our home life their their work life and just it was never too structured but it was never but it wasn't ever in disarray like we didn't mm -hmm. know well, well what we're doing what's going on and all of that and I've always been the person because it it provides me comfort to know mm -hmm. what is going to happen next okay it's not controlling, it's just having knowledge of that. So for- The opposite stability, right? Exactly, well, like, just mm -hmm. like, for example, for your bachelorette party that we did, and we had, mm -hmm. you know, friends come in from different parts of the country, you never know in a big city like Chicago, something could be closed, something could be open, what have you. So I had a plan A, but that didn't work out. We also had a plan B and C. Mm -hmm. So we weren't standing there like, well, where, where are we going to go eat? Where are we right. going to do this? Um, so that's part of it, but a couple of the things that I, that I, I wrote down <clears throat> when, in terms of making a decision, I think one of the most important things is understanding what your high priority items are, mm. because no choice that you're going to make will check all the boxes. Okay. So if for, if you're deciding on a college, for example, you won't necessarily get your major, the cost, the location, and the size all at once. So out of those four things, what's most important? Mm -hmm. Is it most important for you to be closer to home? If that's the case, then these fall off the list. Is it most? Is the major the most important? If that's the case, then these fall off the list. So it's having an understanding of self to help you decide what the next steps are going to be. So you said make your priorities. Yes. Yep. And and having and and knowing what are high high priority items I call them because you can have several priorities. Okay. But some way more than others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how? So you you, I, I mean you might be getting to this, but you know what are some of the I guess tools to help you make those decisions, or do you have any specific things that you could tell people? you know, that you've used in the past that's helping you. And maybe in different different areas, like maybe you use one tool for work or one tool for home improvements or one tool for personal, anything yeah. specific that you use? Yeah, so one thing, and this is probably way more complex than anyone wants to do, but you can use a piece of paper or a spreadsheet, whatever mm -hmm. helps. And I, let's just choose home buying, for example, because that's what I was, I started this thought process with. So you're, so you're listing all the things you want. You got budget, location, size, work, you know, all these things, right? And then you, you weight them, you give them a weight, like on a scale of one to 10, you know, out of a scale to 10, this one is probably most important. You know, this is a high priority and things like that. And then once you're comparing different options, you give each one a score. And then oh. you can kind of see. I know that's so nerdy, but if you're never really done that in life, but it sounds but it's, but it's important. I mean, I, I'm you know, we're we're giggling at it, but you think about all the decisions that you make, right? And yes. I think, you know, we just had a situation, you know, a, a personal friend um and and going through some things and 
you know, when you're thinking, when you, when you're in the moment of all that chaos, you have to have a way to organize your thoughts, right? Like exactly, we do giggle about it, but it is so important to have a tool. I don't, you know, I was, I was asking, cause I think about like, what is my tool? Like I, I don't, I do list. Um, but I think the waiting thing is something that I should incorporate, you know? Well, I just think it really helps because you can list, but all things are not weighted equally. Equally, yeah. So, mm -hmm. for example, when in choosing the home that I'm in now, I had a few options that were within my budget, but one of my high-priority items was location because I have a seven-year-old. She's going into second grade, and within my school district, there's 14 elementary schools. Now, I'm sure all 14 of them are equally great, but we had already been two years at the one that she's currently at. So when one of the homes was in that district or in that location for that elementary, that helps supersede the fact that I didn't particularly like that it doesn't have a master bathroom, mm -hmm. you know, because that is more important to me. But for someone else, that may have a different, you know, family situation where there's three or four people in the home, maybe it's more important mm -hmm. to have a master bathroom. So they're okay with going to a different school. So it's going to be different for everyone, but it's kind of having an understanding of yourself as well. And people talk about, you know, self-care and self-awareness and things like that. <clears throat> and this isn't even a self-care thing. I just call it knowledge of self of getting to know yourself and saying mm -hmm. well what's important to me and taking some time to think about it and journal and brainstorm and just throw things up on the wall i mean something we do at work even with all the technology that that we have it's been a little more difficult with covid but when we're trying to solve a problem we literally take post-it notes put it on a wall write down ideas put them up there yeah. and move them around to group them and things like that. See what makes sense. What doesn't make sense because you have all these ideas and then you can start grouping concepts together to see which direction you should go. And, and I, I would do the same thing in your personal life. Yeah. I was getting ready to say, cause one of the things when I did my Ted talk is that's what that one of the things they said is I put all these different ideas about what I want to have in my talk up on my board. Yeah. And then I organized them into what pieces of information were analytical and what piece were emotional and make sure for my talk that I balance them out. So to your point, that can go personal or professional, right? It, exactly. exactly. Um, that, 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 that is a, a tool that's like you said, even though we have all this technology in the world, you know, we can, we can still use a, you know, minimal cost and effort, right? We can just put some post-its up there and do, do the thing. So I wanted to ask you, because one thing you said is about plan B. Mm -hmm. And I think when I, I, okay, so there's organizing and then we have me who, you know, everybody, like I said, um, if, if you don't know me, you know, uh, you know I have anxiety. I, I slightly obsess over some things. So I, slightly, slightly, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it doesn't go right. You know, I think that having a plan B is important and I think it's cool to be okay with plan B. I want to give this example of Ursula mentioned earlier. So she'll, she, um, she said it earlier, she's a seven year old, but when her daughter was really, really young, I don't know what possessed her. It was, she must've been super, super desperate, but she asked me to babysit me. <laughs> and she had a list for me of how the night was supposed to go. And at the time, 
you left. I don't remember exactly what time you left, but you guys were texting me saying, is, is she doing this? Is she doing that? And I was like, we are doing none of those things. <laughs> we plan, you know, but the most important part, right, was that she was safe and having a good time. But sometimes the plan goes awry. Yeah. And so then you have your plan B. Tell us more about creating plan B and being okay with plan B because like I said, my obsessive Taryn says, oh my gosh, we gotta get plan A perfect. Right, right. So, so part of that too is, um, some of that is just kind of hard coded within you too. Mm -hmm. That could be part of your personality. That plan B for some people is just, it's not an option or they don't understand it or they completely fall apart. Yeah. And I think those people have more challenges and we all know someone like that. When mm -hmm. something doesn't work out, they completely fall apart and then you, you're, you're there for them and things like that. And then eventually they do something else. Some of that is, is learned behavior. Some of it is hard coded. So I would probably have to do a little research to see how to work your way out of that. But it's just also having a dose of, of realism and understand that in life, there's, there's always typically a plan B or there should be another option that isn't as great, but it's still good and yeah. still works and still accomplishes the goal. Because the goal isn't necessarily the, the, journey, the journey, you know, it's like it's, there's an end goal, right? It's to mm -hmm. have a good time. Like I'm using your, your bachelorette, for example. Now, whether it's this bowling alley or this place or this place, mm -hmm. we're all going to have a good time. But even though I really wanted this, at the end of the day, we're still going to have a good time. And then same, and same with my home is that even if this didn't work out where I got the home by my daughter's school, she's still going to be in an excellent school because I mm -hmm. stayed within the school district. So I set some parameters to help keep me within all of the acceptable possible options. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, that, that that's part of it too, is just kind of opening your mind to different scenarios. Yeah, and I think that's hard, you know, sometimes, cause you really think about, oh, or I do anyway. I think, oh man, this didn't work out and I'll be obsessing over that, you know, for the next 20 years. Yeah. So <laughs> with that said, I know you probably have some other points planned. So. <laughs> What else do you want to have written down? I, I mean, honestly, I was just going to say that part of that is with high, understanding what your high priority items are is also um, doing research. And I think mm -hmm. that's part of something that could help like you, for example, mm -hmm. where understanding, so you have your plan A, but if you research, like mm -hmm. if it's a particular role, for example, with work or something, or or let's just do something that I know you enjoy doing very much is is travel, right? Mm -hmm. um, you you and your husband travel to all these different places, and even prior to that, you you went to China. You're like going to Europe. You lived in Europe for a couple months. Like you like you're doing all these things, mm -hmm. and there are so many unknowns. But prior to going you do some research so you can at least have some sort of planning of, okay, well, where am I going to go? What am I going to say? And if this doesn't work, then I'll probably go here. And before the age of the internet, research yeah. looked a little different, but it was still possible. And we still did it because we were all traveling before yeah. we had our smartphones and things like that. So that's another example too of how do you decide where you want to go? And then you list all these things. You have your budget, 
you have your time that you have, like, let's say you have three or four days and you're like, okay, well then my flight or drive needs to be X amount. And then by doing that, you're eliminating options. So yeah. that it's not as overwhelming. So you're like, gosh, like, let's just say you're staying in the country and you're like, oh, there's so many places in the country to stay, but okay, well, I only have three days. Okay. Well that cuts out 75% of the country. So now mm -hmm. we're here and I don't have, it's not within my budget to fly. So I need to drive. Okay, well, that cuts it out here. So it's almost like a process of elimination. And that's how, you know, honestly, I'm, I've made a lot of my decisions too. Sometimes if I don't know what I want, you know, I don't know what the right answer is, but I also know what isn't the right answer. Yeah. So I cut all those things out. And then at the end of the day, you're left with two or three things. And then you're like, oh, okay, it's one of these things. <laughs> What percentage of the time do you say you write these down versus what percentage of the time do you say you just have them in your head? Um, oh gosh, I probably write down probably 80, 90%. Wow, that's a lot. I do. So before smartphones, um, I had little journals that I would keep with me. Mm -hmm. um, for, you know, at, at Purdue, we had um, these little notebooks called Mortarboard. Yeah. Schools have other things and they might have something completely different now, but it was like a little calendar, a little planner and I had every day and I would write down my schedule and the times and all these things. And in high school, I did the same thing. And now with my phone, you should see my notes section. I'm all, I'm writing things down. I'm, I'm okay. documenting, jotting down thoughts so then I can go through and that helps me remember, like, just like for tonight, like I have, you know, I wrote down a bunch of yeah. stuff. I'm here. <laughs> so just to make sure I, I hit everything, so. So, but, so that's about 85 percent, eighty to eighty-five percent of the time, you're writing something down versus having it in your head. I think. Yeah. Um, that's that's good to know. I mean, I clearly I write stuff down, but it's all over the place. You're like you said, yours is probably a little. This is my organization for those who. I have to show you mine. <laughs> what does yours look like? Show us yours. yours I will hold on just a second. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> Shame. This is gonna put me to shame. My my calendar. This is my. This is another month. But so, but I will say, so it doesn't have work in here. It has just personal items. So, because I have my, so all of my work one, work one appointments are integrated within my email with my Outlook, and I have personal things in there too. But with this, for example. Like, I'll just show you. Is it a by month or week or day or what are we looking at? So it's by month, but I'm going to show. Yeah, so I, so this is June and I cross off days as they're done. Yeah, so, so it's not a whole lot, but. She crosses off days as they're done. I have <laughs> days crossed off. They're all, they're all the same day. <laughs> Everywhere. But I think, I do think it's important. I mean, I think it's like, important. Like here's July. Make, yeah, you're well organized. Yeah. So yours is not organized. If anybody on here has any organization questions or tips or anything like that, uh, definitely let us know because you know this is what we're talking about right now. All things organization, all things decision making, all things planning, and kind of keeping your life in order, if you will. Yeah, and the one thing that's helpful too is when I talk about knowledge of self, it's also knowing what your strengths are. 
and your weaknesses are mm -hmm. and what you're good at and what you're not and elicit help from things that you're not good at to help ease that burden of decision or frustration. For example, like, like frustration, that's a good one. Cause it does, it does ease that one. Somebody, I forgot the thing I heard, you know, basically it's like, if you prepare, you don't get so frustrated. I don't know it's the exact saying, but you know, you can be. You know, yep. Yeah. And that's part of planning. And like for, for, for my home, for example, the home I ended up purchasing, I bought it realizing I would need to do a lot of um, updates, like, mm -hmm. like cosmetic updates, the, like the, the structure and the bones, as they say, were good. All the appliances were within five years old, but it was, it was very dated. It was built in the mid eighties. So I knew that, but interior designing decor is not my thing it's not my strong point um i get very overwhelmed by it i get confused i don't know what to do so i have <clears throat> a really dear friend who helped me um her name is jennifer murray and she has an interior design company jennifer murray designs and so she helped me make large decisions like what color to paint what kind of floor lighting Mm -hmm. you know, things like that and, and had resources of, you know, getting hardware and things like that. So she knew my budget. She knew how much time she would be able to spend with me to work within the budget that I had allotted for that. And that helped ease so many frustrations and concerns because if anyone has looked at any type of paint, the, that Benjamin Moore book is about this thick. Yeah. And there's 10 yeah. colors on every single, you know, page so it's like what do you do so I think part of it is just understanding where you need an additional resource instead of trying to self-educate or do mm -hmm. everything on your own yeah I mean I, I think that's part of your research right should it's be part of the research yeah. figuring out how you can you know what you can maybe do on your own to say and we tell you know we kind of mentioned budgeting a little bit to save some time and money but what things can't you do on your own and how should you outsource it or resource it or whatever it's called yeah uh, and you know how much that's all going to cost if you do one choice a as we talked about for choice b you know yeah. um i think it's cool how you know it's just I, I we talk a lot about this is in my personal life this is in my professional life but these types of things that we're talking about can be both yes sometimes i i feel like some days i have a personal life brain and a professional life brain, you know, yeah. but these tools can be integrated into personal and professional and, and quite frankly, probably should be. Yes. Yeah. Because I would, I would say, and especially once you have, you know, different variables, because as we get older, we add different variables within our <laughs> life, whether we're in a relationship or not, it could involve children or not, right. but it typically involves some other aspect of your life outside of your day-to-day -day work. You have family commitments, mm -hmm. you have other, um, you know, side hustles, you have extracurriculars, you have like a million things going on lamp, and then you have your, you know, trap and release um, product, you know, project that you're going on with yeah. the cat. So all that, you have to plan for all that. You have to organize yeah. all that or else it's just very chaotic. Yeah. And you wake up every day completely overwhelmed. And yeah. we have a, a friend that had experienced, had experienced that. She's experienced that a lot in her life. And she's 
a new mother and she's realizing that, you know, in order to get things done, mm-hmm. I need to plan that. And she's never been a, plan, a planner. And she's in her 40s. But you know what? You're quickly learning how because every day she was waking up completely overwhelmed and paralyzed. Yeah. And, and you can't do that. So then you realize, okay, I need to make some adjustments. Yeah, I think as little as I don't plan, I think I, what I do plan is, um, you know, it's helpful to, like I said, keep my anxiety down when I know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing I, I've learned out of planning and organizing is how it helps me, like I said, keep my anxiety low. Even though I don't have all the answers, it keeps my anxiety low to, to be prepared. So I feel like even though I can't be prepared for all things, I can be prepared for some, some of the major things that, you know, some of the major things that can happen, you know? Yeah, and then, and I think that that's perfect. <coughs> Excuse me, using yourself as, a, as an example with your anxiety that I've noticed with you over the years, when you do have a plan or you do have yeah. an awareness of what are some of the other options, you're a little bit more at ease or more comfortable. Or if you know the plan is to not have a plan, you're comfortable yeah. with that too, because then you know, we're just hanging out. There's no plan. There is no plan. Hey, Jay. So, yeah. Hey, Jay. I think, so, that, I think that is important. What other, the last one is we have about a, we have one more question, but before we get to that last question, what are your final thoughts and what would you like people to know about starting? I just think that, you know, I think a, a lot of people, especially with the age, the, the technology age we're in now, I think the art of writing and putting things uh, down, pen and paper, is, is getting mm-hmm. lost. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, that, that can't, I can't stress that enough, that that's kind of a lost art to help, number one, planning, and number two, to help imprint things in your brain for those that struggle with maybe memory, yeah. you know, retention or forgetting things or not being able to sleep at night. Because I remember years ago, I went through a period of time where I wasn't sleeping well. And then someone had mentioned to me, a friend of mine was dating a sleep consultant and he said, well, have a pad of paper next to your bed, write down all those things that are swirling through your head so you don't forget them because you're not sleeping because you don't want to forget all the things. Yeah. He's like, just, just write them down. You know, go see in that one simple thing. I mean, within two days, I was sleeping again. I was like, yeah. Wow. So it's a it's a lost art because it's, it's just a different connection with your brain to hand to pen to paper. You can type it in, but writing it is is um, I can't stress enough that that will probably be one tip. Is so, I believe that the lost art of writing. I mean, so for so many ways, I'm gonna transition just because you said that. Because you know what I do is I email myself. So I'll email myself, but, but to your point, I'm using the technology. So I think it might be better to, to I mean, write. that is definitely an option that does work. And writing, and if you're losing your papers, that doesn't help either. So there has to be some <laughs> yeah. organization to part of it, but having like, this is like a spiral little pad, right? And this is something I just keep in the kitchen. I write down grocery lists on it. <laughs> Um, things like this, or I have something in my bed, but then other lists when I'm out and about, I use my phone yeah. and then I can look through there, like my budget, 
but I'm looking at my monthly expenses because it kind of ebbs and flows depending upon the season. So mm -hmm. then I'll change that. But I have an idea of what's coming in and what's going out. So just, I would, I guess, documenting however you do it, I think is just really important. I think that's a great last tip. The art of writing is lost. So we need to start thinking about what yeah. and remembering to write, to write. Yes write our plan. Okay, so the last question, we're a little over, but the last question, and I don't know if you know this one, because I bet you haven't watched the last few episodes, so here we go. Um, you mentioned it, you know, I got my little cat situation going on, and you know they say curiosity killed the cat. So the last <laughs> question, anything, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be work-related, doesn't have to be organizing relation, this is related, this is a surprise question. What are you Ursula, curious about? What am I curious about? Oh, God. I know um, she didn't watch the last few episodes, so she didn't know I was going to ask this question. No, no, I didn't. Um, Anything. I, I'm just curious about, and I'm just learning every day, when one experiences a major life shift, how do you pivot to the next thing? Yeah. <laughs> Jay said, hee hee. I know, Jay. She didn't want to <laughs> know this was coming on. I know too. Hee hee. Yeah, pivoting. I mean, just in general. Yeah. And that's something I'm, you know, I'm currently dealing with. And I'm just like, gosh, I know people have done this, but it's just like, there's no playbook. And it's just so different for everyone. So I'm just very curious of what time is going to look like six, six months from now. Yeah. So how to pivot, when to pivot, what to pivot, and all yes. that. But I'm sure planning has helped. Yes, absolutely. It's given me so much comfort to have, you know, that skill set and to plan because there are a lot of things that I can have an, an impact on. So the few things that I can't, that really helps. So I, just so you know, I think Charlene just sent us a message asking us what time you're going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> On. Charlene, did you just send us a message asking what time? And Jay says, right, this is spoken like a true a free spirit. He must be a free spirit. Ride the wave and see where it takes you. That sounds like a plan. That <laughs> I like the plan. That will be me too, riding the wave and see where it takes me. Um, yeah. Spoken like a true, true spirit. A free yeah. spirit. A free spirit, so, and I think sometimes that you can do that, right? I do think you, you can ride the wave and see where it takes you. And, you know, I think sometimes there's, a, there's definitely a time for that. So I do like that advice as well. Um, because I think, but I, I got to know when to separate it, I guess, for me. It's just knowing when to separate it. But I can yeah. so fast, but that's just me. Yeah. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that was fast. I mean, that was fast. Quick down and dirty. <laughs> we've got some we we need to make sure we're writing things down so let's that that can be our our tip uh is you know make it let's not make sure we lose that art of writing things down and planning things and then thinking about your i like the thought of thinking about your high priority items you know yes yeah a lot of things there's going to be a lot of priorities in your world but what are the things that are high priority and also being okay with um having a plan b because sometimes plan a you know doesn't necessarily you know, go in, go in our favor per se. So this is, we are five minutes over. Oh my goodness, we could talk forever, which means. Um, so we are, guys, this is episode, we have just really officially, I set, started off the episode saying we put episode 61 in the books, but really we have officially now put episode number 61 in the 
we've been going strong for 61 episodes. Make sure you go out on IGTV, YouTube, uh, now Apple Podcasts. So all these episodes, the, the audio version will be available on all Apple, on Apple Podcasts and all podcast channels. Make sure you are connecting me to people who would be great for the show. And if that person is you, make sure you get a hold of me. I would love to have you on the show. We are booking guests into January of 2022. We're going to keep going strong. Um, some things that I would like to plan are, I'm still trying to decide um, how to keep this make this philanthropic. Um, I've had some ideas. and I'm, I'm even considering, you know, um, I don't know. I'll come on one of my episodes when I, when I don't have a guest on and tell you more of the things I'm planning and considering. But I definitely want to make this more, more philanthropic. We're hitting a lot of people on IGTV because uh, a lot of people go back and listen to these episodes. We're hitting some people on YouTube. And on and, YouTube, too. Yeah. Yeah. Some people on podcasts. So, you know, we're growing and I want to continue to reach uh, heart disease and cancer survivors. That's my focus uh, in some sort of philanthropic give back way. So, I appreciate your time as always. I love you. And I know, I love you too. We are going to be back, guys, next Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is the Taryn Lamp Show, episode number 61, signing off. Bye. Be good to yourself and each other. Bye, guys.